All right. I was 16. I don't need excuses. <laughs> hey, where care. was your ti- where was your timing? <laughs> you were just young, dumb, and full of cum. That's what you were. All right. Gross. Oh, oh. <laughs> young, dumb. Young, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> young, dumb. <laughs> It is Tuesday, <laughs> June 28th, and you're listening to Tuesday Ketchup. Four dudes just young, dumb, and full of cum, uh, and we're super excited to be Jesus. here. Full squad night, Nate, hit the music. Oh, hold on. Nate, Jesus Nate, Christ. Nate, hit the music. What do you want me to do? Hit, hit music? Nate. Could you hit the music? Smack it like a disapproving dad. Hit it. One Give time, me y'all. pictures of One Spider-Man! Time, I don't know how to read at that point. Yeah. Not without beer. You got to come back with something. The sauce is the must. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in. You are listening to the Tuesday Ketchup. Oh, it is good to be back in your ears, ladies and gentlemen. We're so happy to be here. Uh, Before the podcast, uh, for the Patreon listeners, we were reminiscing about probably one of the most momentous uh, change drivers of our generation. I mean, when you think back, here's the thing, okay? When you think back at the things that really swung the needle as far as, like, making a difference for people, it is the Emancipation Proclamation, uh, the the Civil Rights Walk, uh, the women's rights to vote, and then the lip dubs of 2012. I think the lip dubs really pushed everybody over the top. We have to stop Coney. And we, oh, stop Coney was a big one too. But I think lip dubs really drove the nation forward. And I don't really know why we did it. I think it was it was what was it a sign of inclusion and community. And so we did that. Uh, and I think the funniest part here, fellas, is that we would pin social groups that otherwise could not stand each other. And made a rap video together. And that's that's what brought it was like a sense of community. We all did the black eyed peas, we did one tribe, y'all. Does that we were are we all we're all familiar? We, I, I was I was mm-hmm. a star in that. I mean, you guys mm-hmm. all saw. Very impressive. Uh and boy did that bring back a flood of memories. Not good ones. I mean, the only good part mm-hmm. was everyone got out of school. But I remember what what was this? Like every school in the nation did a lip dub at one point, and then like the office got in on it. I mean I don't know, fellas. I think that we could bring them back in 2022 and have some big success. I think that have traction. I mean, I think we should, but was this the start of like, then it went to the Harlem Shake, the ALS challenge? Like, was this the, the first? The ice bucket challenge. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, the <laughs> ice bucket. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. okay. ALS but when you, yeah, the ALS <laughs> challenge where you, <laughs> where you die of an incurable <laughs> disease. It's, it's, it's a challenge of how long can you stay you alive with a disease that doesn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> Matt, I, hey, come on. <laughs> but okay, you raised two very important points. One, was that the start of social media activism? It does, it does, it's or are dangerously close to that okay because here's the thing you pulled on two threads there is social media activism and then there's trends and trends was planking harlem shake uh that one with the uh uh black beetles black beetles in the city that one okay that's a trend faith, so- faith healing I don't know what that is. What is that? It's from South. It's from oh, South. Okay, Park. that's okay. Deep cut. I was like, I don't know. Okay, all right. But then mannequin challenge. Mannequin challenge. Uh, mannequin but the social, challenge. the social media activism is like you said. It is the lip dubs, the uh, ALS challenges, the um, uh, other ones. You know, the other. So ones. we, we, we did it to ourselves with all these celebrity videos. 
whenever something bad is happening. They this is where imagine they walk so that imagine imagine could run. And boy did it. I, I mean, boy did it, huh? What a video! And <laughs> because you know what's you know what's easier than giving away your money is doing a little lipped up. You know, it's not even your song. You don't have to write anything. Just rip it off. I, that's where that's where the imagine went wrong is that they used their own voices. If they would have just mouthed it, I think it actually probably would have been okay. <laughs> I, right. I, I didn't. Need, I mean, you can. <laughs> Artsy, put your camera in black and white. And, yeah, and, and there you go. You and, put your spin on it and mouth it. No one needs to hear. <laughs> no one needs to hear Chelsea Handler stumble through her verse. We could have done better without it. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> so it was just an interesting little throwback for us. Anyways, what a weird topic to start the night off on. But if you are interested, we are organizing the 2022 uh, Lip Dub for Change. Um, yes. And uh, if you know Gal Gadot, please let her manager know that she needs to be in on this one. Too. We would love for her to mouth the first four lines for us. That'd be terrific. Oh. Or like six lines, but it's whatever. Here's the thought. Here would be a great lip dub. It's not, I'm just kidding. I was going to list like terrible people. It's, 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 it's a lip dub. It, it cuts to Harvey Weinstein in jail. He's, he's mouthing the first couple I, words. To, to this is try. the only way to, to get the heat off for the Supreme Court, they need to do a lip they, oh, can you imagine? Oh can, you, can you imagine if tomorrow they bust the doors open? <laughs> no, no, no. We are the people. It's on Twitter. It's on Twitter. No, it's on Twitter. It says uh, uh, behind or like behind closed doors footage of the of the like delineation is released, and it's just a lip dub <laughs> of "Isn't oh She God. Wonderful" by Stevie Wonder. <laughs> is isn't she lovely? I mean, <laughs> whatever. I fucked it up. Whatever. You get it, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. You get it. Yeah, it's a blind guy. <laughs> Howie Mandela. <laughs> okay, wait. New trend. Philadelphia now, College. Philadelphia College. <laughs> what if we did? What if we did the Stevie Wonder challenge as like a trend slash activism, where you just show up with sunglasses on and play an imaginary piano like in public? You know what I mean? And someone, <laughs> someone like plays okay. a speaker underneath you. I. It's just a thought. Just a thought. We. I don't know what cause we donated to. So, anyways, um, yeah, fellas, how we doing? Welcome to the Tuesday catch up. Oh Jesus Christ! Scotus <laughs> lift up. Bringing the world together when we need it most. Yeah. There's about nothing I want more in this life than to watch that just get eviscerated over the coals of the internet. Like, like someone, I want, I want it to be like earnestly back channeled to them where they're like, no, this actually will help. And then they release it and they're like, what the hell is going on? Like, when yeah, people actually, got YouTube there. rewinds that just get yeah. downvoted to hell. What is it? Or, is uh, Morbius, the Morbius. Second. Yeah. When they put Morbius <laughs> back in time. theaters, that's, dude, it's proven that if you get enough people on, like, if you can create a little undertone, or a little undercurrent, uh, you can get something done. I bet if we float that idea, I guarantee we could get Scotus up there singing, uh, singing something nice. <laughs> Let's start it. Right. They're singing Justin Bieber's "Baby No, Baby, Baby, Baby." Oh <laughs> my God! Bleep that! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> there you Cut reached that out. I reached for it, grabbed it. Anyways, let's move on. Um, let's get into. Uh, does anyone have- make sure other people can't do that? <laughs> That's so stupid. I'm, I'm bleeping that for sure. Uh, let's get into let's get into the meat of the episode. Matt, Nate, Harley, anything notable before we get into some segments? I fell in a hole and then I dug again? a hole. I was gonna say again. Yeah, <laughs> other I'm leg this time with holes. 
no, I dug a fire pit this weekend. That was my project. Uh, did not tell my wife about it. She'll be home at some point, so that'll be fun. And uh, and yeah, it was just you know board yard yard work day choring. So you know, Matt obsessed with holes. You are the CEO of making decisions without running them by the boss. Now somehow you've evaded prosecution this far but do you when do you think the luck runs out have you found like this the middle like the the comfy spot of what you can get away with is it like fire pits trucks things like that like if you all of a sudden put the house up for sale i think you'd be in some trouble but where are like where can we go besides that like truck truck too far (laughs) (laughs) permanently yeah uh yeah do it like picking out a color for the for the room that's not white too far Mm-hmm. Um, digging a fire pit in our backyard, that's okay. You think so? You, what, you, I thought you were just going to kept saying surprise. too far, Matt. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I found the line. The and back, I dug it. Is the backyard? Oh, yeah, there you it. go. You dug under it. Now, is the backyard kind of your dominion then? You know, that's like, that's your man cave. Dude, our backyard is a piece of shit. Um, I have a neighbor's boat. I'm trying to like get a line, like a fence put up because they have like a boat from like 1980 that I don't think has moved in a hundred years. And then I had another neighbor who came over and <laughs> he asked me how to spell beautiful because <laughs> he's like, I'm dyslexic. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that from uh, Bruce Of course Reddy? he asks you. B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L. I don't know how to spell it. Also, yeah, boy, is that the blind leading the blind? You go, uh... Yeah. <laughs> you like, could, do you need to like, like, fix something? Weird. But it, like, my yard was like 90% weeds and just like gross. And so I'm like, we're getting our house painted. And I was like, man, the whole house is looking new, fresh. I'm like, I want to deck out the backyard. This is the first step. And I have like 80% of the materials. I'm just going to fucking do it. So I did. That's good man nice. right there. That's yeah. that's how you own the house. Uh, so she hasn't seen it yet. Did you finish the no. project or did you do the Harley route where it's like you can tell a project was started and you can make out the bones of it, but it's not quite there yet? <laughs> I don't I know did. if we want to call that a Harley. Yeah, I'm something. at the Harley Harley point right now um, <laughs> only because I need more rocks to oh, like fill it I'm, in. I'm sure. As, and as, I, looked at, uh, I looked at Menards and they were closing, so I was like, you know what? That's a wrap. On that, that we'll day. save that for August. We'll say yeah, exactly. <laughs> for for September, right before I want to do one fire for the year. That's right. Uh, <laughs> also, Harley, quite a bit of pushback for someone who's actually accepted the nickname Half Project Harley. <laughs> I want you to name one Half Project in the last year. Dude, Plus. the van. I mean, <laughs> oh, the van. You you went to you went to your friend's house. You guys built Better. you built a bed, but it wasn't even a bed. It was just a box with two drawers. And you're like, yeah, the bed will sit on top of this eventually. And then, and no, then you're the like, bed does the bed folds out. And it's just said, the back door handle snap. I've got good, I've got good news and bad news. We built a bed. Bad news. I can't get in the van. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Well, so that is the half project, Harley. Uh, but that's okay. That's not a bad thing. You know what? The fact that you own an Astro van and have a girlfriend still blows my mind. Yo, and a school bus. Make it worse. I, I almost bus. bought a moped this weekend. Wasn't catching. So. En- wasn't catching the enough. Fleet with the fleet is gonna grow. <laughs> yeah. The, well, like the bus. Bus is cool and trendy, right? Astro vans have never been cool. Well, they're kind of. I back. got I got some GMC Safari doors for the back that actually have windows. So did oh, you actually know? It? Yeah, they were like a hundred bucks. So I gotta take out the pins on the back door and like get a There's door no, with a working can I ask, handle. Can I ask a question? Are they a different color than the rest of the van? <laughs> 
Dude, Harley, Harley, you're going to be pinned for murder in 49 states. Yeah. It's good. Like, you cannot Wait, drive why? that around. Why do you need I'm a, driving a, it around. a converted van, a car, and a moped? What? What do you mean? This is America, Matt. <laughs> I bought a truck with my brother without even telling my wife. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, get the fleet. Harley. I mean, no, I'll I'll tell you why. The van for like you need to like haul some shit, but uh you you don't need the bus for it. The bus is not built for hauling shit. The car for like groceries and commuting, the mm-hmm. bus for long trips slash like camping Living. and like maybe rent it out, and the moped mm-hmm. for going to and fro on short distances. And you own them all. Just pay liability insurance, so you don't have to pay boatload for insurance. I I don't know. I like having a fleet because then when one shits out, I got three other vehicles that can all potentially shit out. That are all about a one ride from shitting out. Yeah, (laughs) they're they're all they're all one inclement weather day from being immobile. Um, Harley. I don't think that we can let you off on the hook here before we keep moving. Uh, you cannot. I, I I forbid you to drive a van that's white with different color doors on the back. There's you nothing don't know what color the doors on the back are though. They're okay, blue. can I take a shot? Can I take a shot? Can I take a shot? Maroon, like a dark maroon. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a hundred percent right. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking if I saw it in my mind's eye, I closed my eyes. I went, oh my god, this guy's driving the creepiest van of, <laughs> I've ever. Yeah. You're an indigo child. Oh shit, Harley, Harley, and then you're probably here's what I, you're like. I'll just slap like a black painted coat over. You're gonna do like matte black, and you're gonna definitely. T- it's gonna be bad. It's it's gonna uh, be one of those where you put it on Craigslist. You're like, from about fifty feet, paint job looks great. Five feet sucks. Oh yeah, I mean now, it's better than having half scraped off catering letters on it. It's you still see the outline of Schweitzer catering. <laughs> I need to paint over it. The, it still smell like hot beef sandwiches. No, I now it smells like cigar and uh, <laughs> other and, and uh, insulation. <laughs> Harley, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a smile on my face the rest of the night for calling the maroon doors. I knew it. I just knew. Yeah. I knew it in my heart of hearts. There was nothing that could have stopped me from guessing that. You straight up. I, see I'm it. so I'm, glad you did. Has anybody ever told you you have an indigo aura? Have you ever heard of the Indigo Children? No, fill us in, Nate. This is history with Nate. It's, it's a group of uh, people with uh, who who claim to be psychologically um, gifted. I guess they can uh, feel people's auras and oh. uh, possibly look into the future and uh, look into other places in the world just through their mind's eye. Um, but. I was watching a documentary. It turns out they all just have undiagnosed ADHD. Yeah. Tw- Twitter Twitter calls them empaths. <laughs> yes. I feel everybody's vibe. I go, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to you're done. You're done, indigo child. Um now, Nate, was that when where's that term from? Because I feel like I've heard that before. It's like a huge movement, like hundreds it's like of thousands a hippie of people. movement. Yeah, like mm. people claim that their children is like gifted because they have an indigo aura and like say that they see shit or like they have an imaginary friend or something like oh, that. Oh, these are the kids who say they went to heaven when they fall asleep. They wake up like, Mom, I saw God last night. It's like they just like don't understand their dreams yet. Yeah, 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 exactly. Ugh, that's unfortunate. I can't believe if I was a parent, my kid told me something like that. I'd be like, you're going to a, you're going to a home. I go, if you say that again, and if you, especially if you bring that to school. Um, now, Nate, you were the only one we didn't hear from. What's up with you? Any big news? 
Um, no, not really. I went to a comedy show this week. It was pretty cool. Um, it was Scout and Avery were the hosts. They were really fun. They were uh, kind of like a musical-ish comedy duo. Really, really good. And then um, a couple other comedians who were pretty good. And then uh, Jeff Ross ended up doing about a half hour. And uh, it was surprisingly really good. Didn't do any roast or anything, just straight up stand-up comedy, which he's not normally known for. So, and it was really good. But it was kind of funny. The uh, the pianist, Scout, um, uh, or, yeah, Scout, he was out. <laughs> the pianist guy. He <laughs> like, yeah, he nailed, you nailed pianist and, like, it surprised you. You were expecting a <laughs> <laughs> He He did, like, a, a blues uh piano behind jeff ross's whole half hour long set and uh it actually worked super well it it made the whole thing really tie together i thought it was like we all got out of there and we were kind of baffled because a he is like an amazing piano player yes. <laughs> hey, are you doing the stevie wonder challenge right you're gonna say how to play piano like six different ways by the end of the sentence here's a wonderful keys player <laughs> yeah Just but the keys we, were, we all got out of that comedy show we were kind of like baffled like why doesn't like he do that for recording an hour-long special or something like that because it was I don't know, tied everything together, made everything really, really good, and like made some of the heartfelt moments really heartfelt. I don't know, it was, it was awesome. They did that on one of his specials. It was very good. There's like they like they do like a memoriam section or whatever, but they're doing jokes still, and they laid on like a jazzy blues background, and it like it really did sell some of the punchlines because uh, they would hit it like totally. those keys. Yeah, music and comedy hand in hand, but one gets paid better, and it's not mm -hmm. comedy. You know. Anyways, agent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you can't. You can't music podcast though, can you? No, God no. I mean, you could play one, one tribe in the background. Anyways, let's <laughs> let's get into segments tonight. Let's get into wine or shine. What do you think, Nate? You can hit that music. It is time to wine or shine. It is the segment where we shine light on something we liked in the last week or in general, or we complain about something we did not like. Uh, I, I'll kick us off with a little bit of something. Um, I'm going to whine just real quick. Just get the balls rolling. Fortune cookies are not what they used to be. I don't know if anyone else, <laughs> it, dude, I don't know if anyone else has noticed the decline. I've ordered Chinese food. I'm not going to say the frequency of like how many times per month or whatever, but I've ordered Chinese food. And the last five times I've ordered Chinese food, again, not telling you the time it's frame, wrong. the last five times I've ordered Chinese <laughs> food, the cookies, there's always something wrong. We've had a fortune list cookie, which I think is an omen for death. Uh, we've mm -hmm. had... I've had two that have just been advertisements. They literally have like like an iPhone game on the back. It's like, hey, download Clash of Clans. Like that's it. And there's no fortune on the uh, front. And tonight, uh, me, I mean, idea. another day this recently. Uh, tonight, another day, I got one that it was all misspelled. <laughs> it said, uh, "You'll ne like uh, something about what the future will hold, but hold You'll was spelled wrong in the future." Spelling. Yeah, was, <laughs> Matt, I swear to God, these people are having you type the fortunes and then send them in. It's, I mean, <laughs> dude, it feels like sometimes they don't even make sense. It's like the past is where you've been and that's, that's it that's, that's spot like, that's on with it. matt <laughs> I, i'm beefing on matt and his indescript indis undecipherable text messages that he sends me about three times a week i don't even respond I don't, I don't i don't even say like hey what do you mean i just like i'm like okay 
If you wanted to elaborate, you would. Matt, Matt is the I, Kevin in the office. Why say many word when few word do trick? Like you leave out so many grammatical his hers details, all this stuff. You'll just be like, "Sound dope." B nine. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, punctuation is illegal in my text messages. I, it feels like that. I've never met a man who can run on sentences so hard. <laughs> and, and they always start with yee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yee, sound good. So... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's my that's my that's my first wine tonight. Is that the fortune cookie industry? Though the cookie, and I'll say this: I know the fortune cookies aren't meant to be like delicious, but I do enjoy them. I think if you have a good diet coke, if you take a bite of fortune cookie swig with diet coke, mm-hmm. you're in a pretty good spot. However, not only the quality of the cookie has gone down, but the quality of the fortune. It used to mean something to get a good fortune, and now now it's just a vessel for ads, and I don't like it, and I'm over it, and they're not putting the love and care into it. Just gonna say that. Yeah, Could big we, big fortune cookie is taking over. Could yeah, we make three times the size of fortune cookies and then put Tuesday ketchup advertisements in it, and then give it to Chinese restaurants. Okay, big actually though, cookie. can you imagine if we actually did find a way to back channel into the fortune cookie industry because someone's buying the ad space in the back of these. I mean, I could go upstairs and pull the couple Genius. that have the fortunes and be like, like, can you imagine a podcast advertisement being on the back of this, like? Your fortune sucked, but this podcast doesn't. Like that's good, what it could say with like a little <laughs> QR code. Yeah. Wow. Think about and it. And I feel like the types of people that would see those ads often might like to sit around and listen to podcasts. Can you imagine so. someone hungover on a Sunday night? They're like, "That's actually kind of funny." And then they scan it, and then they end up like, you know, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not what we opened on tonight, but any other night. <laughs> maybe they wouldn't have loved the love the love the, the rally one through one hundred and twenty five. We're good. Yeah. One, one tribe, y'all. One tribe, y'all. <laughs> one people, one dance. All right, I'm passing it off. Uh, Nate, you're up first tonight. Ooh, I'm gonna shine. I spent my Friday night. I was dog sitting. I ended up watching a Chris Farley documentary called Anything for a Laugh. And so sad, so good. Uh, if you have a chance, go watch it. He was such a, a kind soul. He would like go to old people's homes and have meals with the old people who are like on their deathbed and you know hang out and you know, volunteer at the church and stuff like that. And like his closest friends and family didn't even know that he was doing that. He would just like was battling his demons so hard that he was like in his head he was doing so much bad and he was like had to balance it out with so much good and it was just like such an internal struggle throughout his whole career um mm. just a really really good documentary and uh rip chris farley r.i.p to the real ones yeah yeah such so good and then i ended up watching two chris farley movies one that i've never seen and i'm super ashamed to admit it but dirty work with norm mcdonald Artie lang and chris farley First time ever watching it on Friday. So good. That's a, That one's on the recommend list. The Tuesday ketchup stamp for approval. It was good. Definitely. Matt Butcher. watched it this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, then I watched Beverly Hills Ninja as well. Love it. Is that another Farley one you're saying? Another You've Farley never seen movie. That Dude, I'm I, I've never movies. seen either of those. They could not make, I don't think, Beverly Hills Ninja today. <laughs> <laughs> No, probably not. Not with that. Is that title. the one with that? Oh wait, no, no, no. That's the Kurt Russell movie that Jake has the the truck driving. No, no, that's, oh, that's Escape from too. LA. Yeah, yeah. big no, trouble, no, little big China. Trouble China. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, uh, no. Beverly Hills Ninja is where Chris Farley, as a baby, washes up on shore to this like ninja island and gets trained as one of them. 
but he's like the fat white guy, and then everyone <laughs> else is like a legitimate like skinny ninja and like agile and stuff, and he's the worst. <laughs> what, what's his name in that name? Um, like Koru or something like that. Yeah, it's so it's so good. Dude. <laughs> Chris Rock is in it. Yeah, Chris Rock is yeah. in there. Oh my god, oh, it's, yeah. it's great, it's really good. All right, yeah, that also gets that the. I was gonna say that also gets the Tuesday catch up stamp of approval as far as our movie recommendation list. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is there also, dude? Have you guys ever been in a conversation where you like you start to tell people that you've like you haven't watched the movies and they get like hostile with you? You know, like because they like then they go down that vein. They're like, "Hey, we're in the car the other night." Someone's like, "Have you seen Reservoir Dogs?" I said, "No." And then they like they obviously reconfirm like you've never seen. You go, "No." And they go, "What about this? What about this?" And you keep saying no, and you can feel their respect for you like dropping by the minute. Like you almost start, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I've started to just say yes to about the third or fourth one, and they're like, "Oh, isn't that part?" when I go, uh-huh. Like I'll like I'll play it well. I'll lie until I can't anymore. <laughs> because there's nothing I hate worse than disappointing people. <laughs> I think when when people do that, I mean I just did it right now, right? Of like, you've never seen it? Yeah. It was like when they then ask you louder, then you just go, Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you the first time. I have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh that movie oh dude I, of course i've oh, seen that oh. i'm sorry yeah no i was just i god you just yeah you weren't hostile enough the first time the first time <laughs> yeah of course i've seen it but i will literally i'm not kidding you i will lie my way through a movie and be like oh it's been a while like i'll do every i'll hit them with every ism in the book until they get out of that conversation <laughs> like remember that part i'm like uh, so like a little foggy in my brain, probably like a little been a bit. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been so. I I watch a lot of movies, um. So that's <laughs> <laughs> that's my new thing. Also, hmm. wouldn't that be nice if there was a place where you could store, like you know how everyone's like that? Put I'll put it on my list. Like I would wish there was actually a way that that was like a group shared, like movies that only like movies that the collective majority have not seen that everyone says they're put on their list. I would love to see what that looks like because I'd oh, imagine there's some big hit- hitters on there. Like a shared note, do, yeah, shared notes on uh, on your phone, right? But it would be like, but like you know how when you tell someone, oh, I'll put it on my list with zero intention yeah, to ever put it yeah, on it. Like, yeah, what yeah. are like the top five movies? I'd imagine they are like, like uh, No Country for Old Men. Like, like that's a largely unseen movie that everyone goes, God, oh, gotta see it, dude. Like, so Have many. Have you of those. not seen it, Hayden? No, I've seen it. Good movie. I finally okay, caved. Good. I finally saw it. Good movie. But a lot of those, I would say, Green Mile, never saw it until this year. I finally decided to start working my way through the list. Cry. I'm tired, boss man. Dog tired. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what movies? What movies do you guys cry at every time? Uh, I cry mm-hmm. Forrest Gump pretty hard, like at the end. Forrest Gump? Yeah, dude. When is he smart like me? Like that gets me. Like, you uh, know? Or like, or when the, you <laughs> know, or like, or like, or when he's talking to Jenny's grave, he's like, he. He's so smart. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, got, I get a little, I get a little tight in the chest because, because truly, because truly, let me say this: Jenny was a cunt, and she she ruined mm-hmm. Forrest's life, and she probably gave him AIDS, and then she died, and that's a pretty unfortunate. And he was just, yeah. uh, he was always n- none the wiser. He just stuck it out there, dude. So OG, OG rider died, Forrest Gump. Uh, so yeah. that's that's in my, you know, that movie will turn when, someone. When right. Forrest Gump, when Forrest Gump says. You taste like cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, that gets me every time. That, that makes, makes me, me cry. cry. No, no. De- I mean, uh, Lieutenant Dan's redemption story, that'll put a smile on your face. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But I guess uh, all the movies that I cry at are Tom Hanks movies. Which ones to get you? Green Mile was tough. 
Uh, you know, it's tough. Saving Private Ryan, man, that gets me every time when the old man's like kneeling down at the grave and remembering all the like men who died for him, and then he looks up at his like wife and kids, is like, and is like, "Am I a good man?" Oh, oh, <laughs> that just gets me because like what? my worst fear is like being like sixty and being like, "Ah, shit." I'm I'm a piece of shit. Ah <laughs> 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 uh, shit! No 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 no! I'm a piece but of you, shit. You have, real- <laughs> you have this realization that this man, you know, went through his whole life knowing, like, carrying the burden of having like eight men die for him, like good men go through all this trouble to die for him so that he could get out of the war successfully because his other two brothers died. And so he has that like weighing on his shoulders for the rest of his life that he has to like have a, be a good guilt. life. Totally. But so sad. Man, that gets me. Okay, that's a fair one. What other Tom Hanks but Toy Story 3 almost got the boy. That one almost yeah, got. Yeah. That one, yeah. Hey, that one, yeah, that hey, 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 take your childhood and put a knife in it. It's dead. Move it on. It's time to go. Yeah. Dude, I sat next to my mom. She's like, you're leaving for college next year. I was like, I'm going to point. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to point. You can, you can sneeze and find me. Like, there's, there's fucking 600 people here. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Toy Story 3. Um, I cried at, the last one I cried at as well um, was Polar Express. I got oh. me. <laughs> oh yeah. Dude, okay, what, what the hey, hey, what the hell has Tom Hanks done that he can make anybody cry? <laughs> I may not be a smart man, but I know what love is. <laughs> I'm just sitting there and I just kept running. And, you and, should have seen Nate trying to hold back the tears of sleepless in Seattle. Oh, that one got you, huh, Nate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got mail. <laughs> yeah. Terminal. You've got you've got mail. Uh, uh, terminal. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Well, Castaway. Castaway. Yeah, Castaway is pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. Watching him kind of go down the path there. Um, Nate, that's good. Uh, I will put the Chris Farley on my actual list, not my fake list that most people get. You're on my. Re- that's on my real list. Do you, do you actually have a real movie list of like movies to watch? I genuinely do. That's why I've been working okay. through on Netflix. I'm- yeah. Have you guys ever uh, gotten your top ten movies of all time? I know Matt and I have them straightened out, but we've been bugging you and Harley to to put a list together, uh, top ten movies. I do not, but I will put one together. Next week. I have not. And keep in mind, it's your top ten movies of movies that you could watch like over and over again and never get sick of, not what you deem the greatest movies of all time are. Right. right. Yeah. And like rewatchability. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I mean, that's where like I tell like I remember back in the day when like uh, Forrest Gump would be on TNT, not TNT. It was like ABC, like every day, all day long. Like, dude, no matter where you picked up, you sat, you watched through three, four commercial breaks at least. Like, you had to see like, Shawshank oh, Redemption, Shawshank, another one you jump yeah. in, no matter what where it is. Uh, it's, any of the original Star Wars were big on that. Like, if I if I like jumped on, I'm like, well, I'll sit here for a while. That's the one thing I miss about cable television is when you walk into a room with the TV on, you're like. God damn it! I'm halfway through Revenge of the Sith. Why not sit through and at least catch the part I like? You know, and then and then like it mm-hmm. takes three hours and you're done. Oh, we got we got sucked in hard when at the other day when we were Star Wars Episode Three was on when we were at Mom's house. Yeah, Hayden. 
I, I can tell it was hard for you to leave. If dude, <laughs> it froze me in my Fuck. dude. At one point, at one point, I thought I was twelve again. My I was planted in front of the TV, standing and watching it, like swaying back and forth, like I was fucking Aspergers. Like I like, dude. When I watch movies, I turn into a little kid with ADD again, where I like rock and I just watch the TV and I'm like fidgeting with my hands. And it's kind of it's, it's your knees, your knees locked out, and your hands on your hips, like kind of tilting. Hundred percent. It's on. It's almost haunting, dude. If there's a movie that I like, it's it's almost the way I react is almost haunting. I'll sit there and just <laughs> <laughs> and like you'll be talking to me, and I'm just not there. I just <laughs> done. So, <laughs> anyways, Nate, what else you got? Wine or shine? Uh, that was it. That was it. Oh, well, well done, Matt. Coming to you. Hell yeah, I got a lot here, boys. First of all, I'm gonna come off on a shine. I uh, went home, helped the parents move a little bit. They're doing some renovations, and. uh I got a little certificate deeming that I do not have donkey brains. A middle school hey. certificate of athletic or uh, academic excellence. I almost said athletic. <laughs> yeah. No donkey brains for this guy. <laughs> so, do you guys have one that says that? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute, Matt. Can I? Is that a? That's a throwback to your middle school graduation. That is a um, certificate from two thousand five. 2006, actually. And it, wow. Did you just pick it up? It looks fresh. Uh, it was in my parents' like armoire that has not moved in 15 years. What if you just forged it? That, were they saving <laughs> that in case you didn't get the high school one? So you still had something to hang up in your office? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, I am going to frame it. I'm going to put it up. <laughs> Draw PhD on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, I would. I am gonna try to put no donkey brains on it somewhere. I think that'd be great. <laughs> Matt does, does not have donkey brains. Proud of you, dude. Proud of you. That's a great shine to come off on. Please get that hung up like it's a doctor's. Like you have to get a nice expensive frame and then put you in a rope next to it. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'm getting a phone call here. Ignore but, it. You're um, on the podcast. Answer it live. I don't give pod. a shit. Uh oh. Is it the missus? Your wife found the fire yeah, pit. She goes, what is this fucking hole I'm laying in? She fell in it. She was, she decided to check on something in the backyard and fell into a hole. I just texted her back. I just said, podcast. Classic, mm-hmm. Matt. Um, all right. I'm going to go into a wine here, boys. Um, my wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> paddle, paddle boats are quite possibly the worst invention of all time ever created. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> someone was brave enough to say it. <laughs> it's the devil's contraption. <laughs> if I am not here tomorrow, <laughs> Big Paddle Boat has taken me down. <laughs> Matt. Wait, go ahead, Matt. Keep going. I want to hear what you no, hate it's about the it. most useless thing you like. You and the boys get in it. You're like, fuck yeah, we're going to go out on the lake. We're going to go. Three hours later, you're about eight feet further than you started. And you're like, this sucks. <laughs> and, and the little you're paddles are clogged with seaweed. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you've moved nowhere. It's slow as shit. Fuck that. What if, okay, here's the meeting. Here's the people. This is the board meet. This is the engineers meeting for designing the paddle boat. They're like, hey, we're done with kayaks are out this year. And we can't, and like people are sick of swimming. What if they just wanted to use their legs like a bike? And you're like, that's a great idea. And then this is where things kind of hit it. They're like, what if we made the seats too small? What if, <laughs> what if what if every seat always had standing water, even in the hottest day of the year? It doesn't matter. The seats are shaped to retain water, and they go. Uh, <laughs> they go. We'll, we'll make an awning, but it, 
really holds the weight of two. Yep, yep. Uh, and then we'll make an awning, but it only goes halfway, and it's only on the back, so it doesn't ever get to the front side. And then uh, yeah. rather than have it be and a steering wheel, we'll just do like a little rod in the middle that, that is impossible to move. <laughs> it takes the strength of three men to pull to one side. Anybody over five foot five is also completely screwed. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. It'll be it'll be tough on their calves because the front of their feet will just keep smacking the front of the boat. That's what we'll do. That'll be the good thing of the paddle boat. Like and and they go, well, is it at least going to be fast? And they go, oh God, no. <laughs> We're installing a brake that no one can see. That's it's underneath the boat. It just makes it really hard and challenging. So you know how companies nowadays are just taking things and then marketing them online and saying that they're better than the things that are not online? What yes. if we did that with paddle boats? You say paddle boats for the future. 100% compostable plastic. It's fast and also holds four people. Has a cooler and Bluetooth speakers. Big boy, big boy paddle boats. Mm-hmm. All right, here's your paddle boats for dudes. It's it's, it's yeah. camo. It's camo. It's it's camo. <laughs> it's camo. It's got a big headrest. Like it's like it's the same thing, but we duct tape a headrest to the top. It's something. It's something, it's so good. Um, I do actually like this. Now, like if some like like a yeah, I could get on board with this, Nate. Mm-hmm. What are we calling them? It's just just a real boat. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna take the paddle boats. We're gonna make them automated, and we're gonna move the steering wheel yeah, yeah. to the other side. And uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be big, and you need a license to drive it. You can control it via Bluetooth. Uh, but truly, paddle um, boats are Satan's worst design. They're they are incredibly hard to move, like on the water and on land. Like picking up, you need like four or five people. So there's no paddle boating by yourself, and they are just. Also, could it not be the least stealthy vehicle that's ever been created? I've I've seen pontoons that are quieter than that. <laughs> As you're paddle boating across the water, it's one of the most hellish uh, inventions. Yeah, so uh, that's a great wine, Matt. Thanks. Well, while we're heated, I'm going to add in another one that should get the boils riled up. Uh, I'm going to whine. Dry cabbage on a sandwich or some sort of thing where people call it slaw. Oh. oh. Yeah. It's just, Jail. it's just like dry cabbage <laughs> with like some oil on it or vinaigrette or some shit. You're like, this is not slaw. It's hard as fuck, and it doesn't wet my Sammy at all. You know, mm-hmm. you know who's habitually overuses the cabbage, the dry cabbage? Taco places. They'll they'll uh, yes. load the top of those tacos just it full in like red and other cat. It's like, hey, can we not? Can we just get rid of a little bit of this? If you put dry green taco cabbage people. on a taco and you drown it in that, you should your restaurant should go out of business. Well, but they but they it's do like a it's like a mix. It's like it's like not quite a slaw. It's like red, white, and green cabbage. It kind of looks like lettuce. You're not really sure what you're getting, and then you take a bite in, you're like. Boy, is this just like eating All rice dry. paper? Yeah, it's like so. It's so bad. Um, now, Matt, are you talking like chicken sandwiches? This is happening on because that's the usual offender. You get a grill like a like a like a fried chicken sandwich, and then uh, and yeah. then on top is just a mound of tasteless goop. Honestly, I don't even know where it came from, but like, yeah, chicken sandwiches. Even I've had a barbecue sandwich that was like that, and I'm just like, this isn't. Like you, you can't claim it. It's yeah. not slaw. It if it's slaw. not slaw, it's against the law. <laughs> <laughs> now to keep things going in this trend here, Don't uh, like I'm gonna wind, wind again. <laughs> hey, I'm giving you nothing, Nate. <laughs> I just kidding. I just kept right, going. I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm fucking um, leaving. I'm never coming <laughs> back to this podcast. <laughs> 
Hey, beef, beef. <laughs> let me whine. Let me whine. Everyone's a goddamn TikTok chef. Do you want to continue? Uh, it, they're all the same. They all do the knife like scrape on the like crispy chicken or something. Dumping ingredients in. And I'm like, it's all the same. It's all bullshit. Go fuck yourself. If I hear one more mic'd up bite, I'll kill myself live on TV. If I have <laughs> yeah. to hear one more <laughs> follow for more. Dude, when they do when they go, they go, <laughs> it's like the most obnoxious <laughs> bite, and they go, mmm, follow for more. Oh. It's like you could tell it was like definitely recorded Matt, after. The, the, the loops are awful. The loops are awful. What do you mean? Like when they like, like yeah, they right when it. it's finished. And that's why I always make the, and then it's oh, like, it starts yeah, the name of the recipe or something. Oh. Chicken sandwich ever. <laughs> yeah, dude. Come no, on. they're so bad. Have you ever seen the ones that do like an NBA slam cam of their bite? They'd be like, <laughs> like they'll like, they'll like hit it from three different angles. You're like, that's enough. This no, we don't. No, I think that's anymore. just, I think that's just your TikTok, bro. I don't even use TikTok. I'm a reels guy. I'm a reels guy. I respect myself. I watched I watched I watched TikTok reels on uh, or TikTok things on uh, Instagram reels. So like a real man. There you go. Be a man. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong though. I the, the yeah you're you're that's a great point. Uh, too many TikTok chefs. There's too many TikTokers in general, but TikTok chefs some of the worst. Mm-hmm. It it's cool. For I didn't have a lot going on this weekend, and therefore I sat on my phone quite a bit just to like decompress. And uh, boy, was it scary how many different people you saw do the same algorithmic cooking show. And I was just like, "Go fuck." Can I say? Can I say this too? It's setting a really, really bad like expectation for what cooking is truly like. Because they're like, here's my easy three-minute chicken tenders. And then it truly takes like an hour and a half. But because you watch the TikTok, you've mm-hmm. been fooled into thinking it's you're gonna have t- you're gonna have chicken tenders in eight mm-hmm. minutes. It's gonna taste delicious. And then you're covered in flour crying on your floor and it's been fucking three hours and the chicken's on like it's just a it's a nightmare. And you go like this was supposed to be easy. And it's like no shit, because they had a one still camera and they cut out all the bullshit and you just believed it. Yeah, it, yeah, it would be off. it would be if you had all the ingredients cut up, prepped, and all you had to do is like throw them in. Yeah, but that's that's not the thing mm-hmm. that takes a while. You know? Yeah, no, no, everybody everybody eats like airsoft fatty, where they make a meat salad and whatever ninety percent of the time, and then they you know you're watching this cooking show of like the best chicken sandwich where they primed it in buttercream milk for forty eight hours. You're like. What is this? Bullshit? I just do a quick three-week marinade of this chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I quickly, I quickly raise this chicken in captivity, and then I kill it. <laughs> it's like it's like it's just like a little throwaway comment about how much it actually takes to get this thing ready and made. I saw a guy dry age an entire salmon. I'm like, who has an entire salmon? Who has a dry age machine? <laughs> do I look like yourself. a grizzly bear, sir? <laughs> you go fuck yourself for real. Uh, uh, great wine, Matt. Great wine. I have one oh, yeah. more shine, but I, I've been having wine, so I don't know. Should I hold it for next no, week hit it, and just hit go it. a wine? No, give us All something right. good. There's a picture of this guy at the PGA re- um, from last week, and he was the only person not holding a phone out while Tiger Woods uh, hit the ball off the off of the tee box, and instead he's casually holding a beer like this on, like near his chest just enjoying the game. And and I'm like that is phenomenal. Every uh, every other person in this thing had their phone out above their head, trying to capture you know Tiger Woods hitting out of the tee box. And I was like that 
is the way to do it. Yeah, dude. He's just live. That's just guys being dudes, living in the moment. Guys being dudes. Michelob uh, capitalized on it and immediately like hired him for an ad or whatever. Um, because he's holding the Michelob Ultra or whatever, but I was like, genius. That Sold out immediately. Knows how to live life. Collected you his know, bag. <laughs> yeah, that guy's got it figured out. But the good thing about people taking all those videos from all those different angles is that is what that technology or those videos is going to allow us to build our VR uh, room where you can go and see concerts. Or you can see Tiger Woods hitting oh, his last golf ball. Yeah. We take all of those videos, build a 3D environment, and lets you you know walk you around these the iconic moments yeah but you know what you know what i think you're absolutely right but i'm gonna be the guy standing there drinking a beer and let everyone else capture the vr moment 100%. yeah you can relive you can relive the moment back in vr whenever right, you want exactly wow <laughs> that's still the best idea we've ever had uh if we could ever find the technology to make it happen but <laughs> i will say this matt i'm in the same boat as you like very, more more and more often i am the guy who's like i don't need to take a video of this like i'm already here it doesn't matter like, i want to watch this as it happens real time because you know what sounds like shit is concert videos on your phone my god <laughs> have you ever listened yeah. to you like i paid 80 dollars for that i'm like they sound like dog shit but when, but when i'm three beers deep they're actually pretty good I think that's a fair point. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Harley, I'm coming to you now. I've given you ample time to prepare yourself. Dude, I come prepared. I don't know. It's... <laughs> coming to bed. Actually, I need more time. Just kidding. Um, I, I'm going to get right back on the wine train. So this weekend, I was at the this like sustainable energy fair. So it was like a bunch of like Nerd. solar and wind power companies. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I nerded out for the weekend, but <laughs> if you fucking snore, I'm gonna drive to Green Bay and kill you. <laughs> no, continue. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, for food there, they had food trucks, and it and they had like a big beer tent. It was actually really cool an event. But my wine, so a lot of preamble there. My wine <laughs> was that people forgot how to stand in lines. They would order at the food truck window and then just kind of like glob up where other people were supposed to order. I, oh. I just, I think COVID melted people's brains <laughs> or like everyone was just like too dumb to figure out how to just make a line. And that was just pissing me off to no end. Like, like they just ordered and people are waiting like 15, 20 minutes for their food. This old woman, two people after me ordered and then stood at the pickup window, like hunched over looking back in the kitchen for like 15 minutes. <laughs> it was so like, Oh man, dude! Like, the, bring COVID back. There, well, you're, <laughs> you you raise a valid point. So many people spent like two years living in their own little universe where everything was perfect, or like everything was just designed. It was all Janice's world, but now Janice has to share, and that's a tough thing to adjust to. You order, and you just kind of stand there. You don't understand. Like you're you're only thinking of your little one foot radius. You're not thinking about what's going on. Everyone's like, "Hey, fuck face, move your ass!" Like it's time. It's, get out of the way. <laughs> can, can I chime in though on this? There's nothing that old people don't understand more than food trucks. No, that's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, so this like was a kitchen. kitchen. <laughs> it's not a line thing. It's not a line thing. It's the whole fucking so, package. So do we go inside to eat? <laughs> yeah. so only take like, where do I time? eat this? I don't, I don't care where you eat it. Anywhere but Why? here. Why is this restaurant on wheels? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't care if you eat it. That's the beauty of it. They go, beauty of it? <laughs> Where's the server I get to yell at and belittle? <laughs> now that's fast food. <laughs> some more flags, more fun. That's what he sounded like. <laughs> Um, no, dude, Matt. Old people do not understand food trucks. They like, they're like, so like when they get, dude. There's nothing funny than watching an old person get handled one of those paper boats with their food in it. They go, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> I fought in Vietnam to be served this. It's just it's one of those little red and white trays. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah a hollow basket or the basket with oh. all the little holes <laughs> right right or or is there nothing more alarming than when they have to hand their card over to some like some person with a square reader popped out of their phone they go you mean i have to put yeah. my phone my credit card into your phone they're like it's not unsafe sign. yeah yeah dude Oh man, that's so funny. I've seen a couple old people really panic when like someone's got the little dongle hanging out of their phone and they're like, "You want me to swipe my card right into your phone?" That's how they get you. Like that's <laughs> I've seen I've they're, seen this one before. They're probably not wrong if somebody wanted to. Yeah, you know, but, something that looks like square and <laughs> Listen, if you own a food truck, your life's gone you're already gone a couple different paths. You're not exactly savvy enough to be stealing credit cards. You're 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 kind of on your last Hey, if your if your house is also your business and your kitchen, you've 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 made a couple a couple missteps, a couple oopsies to get to, to be to be serving barbecue out of a truck. Okay, Ooh. what about this? Uh, an app where we willingly steal people's credit card information. Instead of Square, we call it Trapezoid. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> for the money, the cold hard cash. <laughs> money, baby. <laughs> money, baby. Cold hard cash. This is okay, Nate. We we partner this with the service, like that scheme that the guy had to. Uh, invoice companies money for the sole purpose of handling their money i will charge you money <laughs> and you can use trapezoid for the transaction. here's my thing i think you'd have to call it squares like you'd have to just add a z at the end so it like it would, all the branding could be pretty pretty much the same except for like you know the little icons like a like that little maze it would just be a circle maze instead you know what i mean or something like that mm. i don't know there's a but i do like trapezoid quite a bit trapezoid S c w a r e it's just spelled Square. wrong. Square. <laughs> You're welcome. Square. Square. No donkey brains here. I actually do love this whole like I'm literally in my head, my head going through the memories of watching old people use food trucks and just like pan, like pan. <laughs> what do you mean? There's a pickup and an order window. Like you don't get it from the same person. <laughs> do you call my number when they get yeah. handed a ticket with their number on it? They're like, and any dude I've watched, they'll be like, they'll they're order number ninety two, and so they're like seventy nine, and they're like what? <laughs> They walk to the window and they try to hand their ticket. They're like, no, 92. They're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I and then they get flabbergasted. Uh, it's like my grandma, she saw a roundabout the first time. She slammed on the brakes, said, what is this? And then gassed it over the entire thing. She was like, <laughs> she, dude, could not compute. When I know that roads are supposed to go straight and that's what I'm going to do. And she just bahad over the damn thing. I respect <laughs> the hustle. Yeah, Man, those were, those were so awesome when they first came to Nina, Wisconsin. I saw so many people going like the wrong way, like taking a left Buddy. on the on the roundabouts. People going right over the middle of them. People just stopping right in the middle, like, <laughs> "What is this, dude?" 
it broke it broke this town's brains. Like they could not handle it. I remember one time I was driving home from high school and there was an old lady going the wrong way in it, just parked with her hands over the steering wheel in a what form. Like what what is going on here? Because like, like she was like hands up, don't shoot kind of pose. Like like I don't know what I'm doing. Like, hey, well obviously everybody else is going a different direction. I think maybe we figured this out a little bit. But it, but it was one of those things where like, you know when too many people are yelling and you just go, Fuck it, I'm done. And you just like kind of yeah. let go. Uh-huh. Well, she just had done that. Like didn't want to pull the two feet onto the like the the surface of the roundabout or out of the roundabout. Just gave up in the middle of traffic, right off the highway. Didn't matter. <laughs> so so you know how the lottery is a uh, a trick to catch time travelers. The roundabout is also just a trick to catch old people who shouldn't be driving anymore. <laughs> That's actually not bad. That's not a bad. That's that's actually could be a pretty good invention for for that. Like have just like mm-hmm. put one in the middle and then just have like a big net and catch their car in it if they go the wrong way or if they hesitate a little exactly. bit. Exactly. And then we take the their- big sign that says you're too old to be driving here. <laughs> it's like we come up with a big check, but it's actually just says you're, you're, <laughs> you're We're too taking old. your license away. <laughs> Honestly, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, okay, okay. I really want a giant check. It said your license is revoked. <laughs> I really love the idea of the giant net, though. Like it comes out of a can and like boof, it covers the whole car. Like it's not gonna do anything. <laughs> it's just it draped off the sides. <laughs> oh, glad we caught you when we did. Oh, anyways, that's fantastic. Yeah, you're too old for this. Harley, keep going. Uh, I love I love the spin on that towards food trucks. I mean, that is like old people at their worst. I, I love it. Um, <laughs> Uh, for my shine, I have a quote from from the Craig Spiracy corner. Oh. Um, I, I did get a count on the chefs, well over seven of those creepy chef porcelain chefs oh, hanging out God. in the kitchen. <laughs> They're all the same um, too. I know, I know. Um, and my my Craig quote is about he, he's all about the treasure hunt because he's he's the silver and the toilet paper baron. He's all about the treasure hunt when he goes. And, mm-hmm. and there's there's instructions to be had at, at that time. And he goes, if I'm dead, you're not around. You lose. <laughs> that was his quote this week. Can you, can you refresh? So he left you with instructions on how to find his treasure? That, no, he's, he's putting these to get these instructions together. And we were, we were kind of speculating in this future of the future. Well, if you're not around, you just lose. <laughs> oh i okay 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 so you're talking about your dad doing a treasure hunt for all of his his gold and silver correct no no, no. i paper toilet paper i had toilet a dream paper. the other day that i woke up <laughs> or i woke up i was having a dream and i woke up and i wrote it down but it was a movie idea about your dad sending us on a treasure hunt when he dies and Chum, you don't like this idea? I don't like that you're dreaming about my dad dying and he's talking about it. That's usually, <laughs> hey, the universe is starting no, to universe is circle the drain, as we call it. It's weird timing because this is maybe like four days ago that it happened. Um, and uh, so he sends us on a treasure hunt and we, we go to Antarctica and then we find the hollow, <laughs> we find the hollow earth and that's the true treasure. Is that he was right all along? <laughs> There's yeah. a hologram there. Boys, it took exactly. you a while. Um, he, no, he appears out of vape smoke. <laughs> Isn't that uh, like like a Qui Gon Jinn like comes back in the Force? <laughs> um, no, isn't uh, fuck. What am I trying to say? I lost it. I lost it. It might come back. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone forever. Um, 
when you're dead, though, I have a feeling it would be something like you'd get there and then it would be a note that says, like, <laughs> the church treasures <laughs> the journey, you idiot. <laughs> something like that. Like, <laughs> it was the friend yeah. I made I along the way. <laughs> I remembered what it was. I'm pretty sure Tim Dillon did like a, sh- a video short, like a fake trailer for a movie oh, where yeah. a guy dies and he leaves his like. He has like a hundred million dollars in Bitcoin, but they can't figure out the password. <laughs> and he's just like these two brothers, and they're like, "We have to find Dad's password." <laughs> they just like, because they father get like was ten an long idiot. Yeah, they're like smoking cigarettes on the table. Your father was an idiot. It's like a long, yeah, dude. That actually could be our dad, except for it's called silver, uh, and we have silver. to. Yeah. Was, he leaves little bullions across the country. I was cracking up thinking about what his video message would be to us for. <laughs> Of him just like you know, on a VHS too, and him just cackling to start. Ah, I guess I kicked the bucket. <laughs> God, God, finally got me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it would be it would be VHS. It would be a phone, but from down to up, so you could only catch his forehead and like a couple vape smokes as they come across the screen. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> He's like telling jokes. Like, hey, Hayden, here's dude. Every time Craig and I talk, he tries to give it. Ugh, man, never mind. I'm not going down this rabbit hole. But but the the guy is the guy is the guy is on one lately, and I'm, I'm loving it. I, I'm loving it too. He's been he's been running. I was like tried to just challenge him, put a little bug in his ear. Like basically, you kind of be like, oh, you could run, you could run. Oh yeah. You couldn't, like, you couldn't make it four miles if you tried, and then he'd go out the next day and do it. Right, right. So I think he's on like day five today. Dude, watching our father run a half marathon with bloody nipples was one of the most insane things <laughs> I've That's ever seen. Dramatic. Dude, it was one of the worst things I'd ever seen because he had spent the whole summer talking shit that he was going to run a marathon. And then, dude, I remember first four miles, he's like, I'm doing good. And I was like, whatever, dude. Like, like He's like, you want to run with me? Because like, I had gotten a little fat at the time, so he was poking the bear. And then I saw him at about mile seven, eight. I mean, the man was the man was finding his maker. He had His nipples were bleeding down his body, and he was just shuffling along. He's like, harder than I thought. I'm like, yeah, I bet. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> then he rocked and flex when he crossed the finish line. It was chaos. So, yeah. so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. Yep. Um, oh. All right. My last shine, unless Harley, do you have anything else? No. No, that was it. My last shine. And then we'll do, uh, let's do voicemail, final thoughts. And then, Matt, we're going to hit your business idea next week. How's that sound? Okay. Works for me. Yeah, I don't like I don't like putting the business ideas too late in the episode in case we lose some listeners because that'd be not good. Um, my shine, my last shine is being direct with people. I have been awful about it for years, and this year, I, more than any, 2022, I decided I'm gonna start saying what I want to say. Pretty like like I, like I say, if someone's doing something that's pretty just damn rude to me, or like is just being kind of a dick, like I'll just straight up be like, hey, hey, what are you doing? What are we doing here? You know, try to get a little more edge to me, and it's kind of fun because you could like you put people on their heels because many people are so passive aggressive in the Midwest, and if you're just like, what does that mean? Like if someone says something to you, kind of schneid, you're like, what is that? Hey. What does that mean? And then they're like, uh, 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 nothing. And it's, it's a very good feeling. So I would. Re- this is a uh, preach to all of our listeners. If if you if you can this year, be direct with people. Quit taking it and then us, going home and bitching about it. Can you walk us through like a, a scenario where where this happens? Like, what is the thing being said and in what context? And then for how me, do you For me, it? a lot of waiters call me fat. 
um, it, it, like it happens almost. I would say one out of five times I go out to eat, a waiter will make a snide comment about what I order, how I order it. They'll tell me the special. Like this weekend, we were out for our anniversary, and he's running us through the specials, and he and he looks at us, and he goes, "Now this might interest you," and he looks at me with a little giggle, and then tells me about a forty ounce steak that's on the menu, and I was like, "Now what if, what if when you go, what does that mean?" He goes, "Look at you." No, that's hundred percent. He goes, he goes. He goes, I mean, come on. Goes, what do you mean? He goes, what are, you, what, are you, what are we doing here? He gets back at me. I don't know. I also do it at work, too. If someone, like, says something, I'm like, what is it? Hey, huh? I don't like that. It's not only it's not only just, like, digging into passive-aggressive comments. It's more so, like, if someone's, like, screwing you over, right? Like, they, like they're, like, they like, forcing right. their way out. Like, hey, we're doing this this way. And it's happening. you're like, ah, that's stupid. I don't want to do that. Like, a lot of the times, I will just, I'm a yes man. I say yes to everything. But lately, I've been like, I don't want to do that. And I'm not, and I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and I'm not gonna. And that's on God. And that's on God. But truly, I do get. I mean, I think all three of us, all three of you, can attest. You've been there when a waiter's accosted my my size. It happens so frequently for someone who's not like belligerently fat. I get I get the the beans sent my way. You're right in the pocket. You can't make fun of somebody who's too fat. Yeah, well, okay, that's that's honestly that's a great fucking point, Nate. I'm I'm fat enough where like it's like it's kind of stupid to call me like it's like stupid to make fun of me that fat. But like if I was any fatter, it would be sad. Like it would be like okay, yeah. so you're just dogpiling on. That's not a bad. That's I haven't framed my brain that way. Because uh, you're, you're just skinny uh, enough. You're skinny enough to get made fun of for being fat. Yes. When they stop making fun of you, then you got problems. That hundred percent, dude. I've dude, it's been beaten into me. Even Lucy, we were sitting there and she goes, she goes, I don't understand. She's like, You're not you're not fat. She's like, I mean, like you're a big guy, but like you're not fat. And you get called fat like slyly by so many strangers. And I just sit there and I take it. But no I longer. mean, being a big guy, forty ounce steak is probably more of like big guy. It did feel it has, but I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. Uh, So thank God that concealed carry is legal in every state because I'm bringing a gun with me everywhere I go. And the next person to call me fat, I'm going to shoot them. (laughs) Uh, Not anywhere fatal. It'll be just right in the gut. I'll be like, hey, enjoy that. How was the forty ounce steak? Though? I didn't have it. I had the eight ounce. <laughs> I had the eight ounce New York strip with a garlic butter compound. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Early bird special. We ate at five o'clock like true old people. Early bird, dude. I'm big. Listen, can I take? Can I say this? My last shine. Early bird specials. Okay, enough with the millennial eight o'clock dinners. It doesn't matter. Be done with it. There are so many five to six o'clock deals at these nice places where we got we got we got a three course meal, a, sa- a salad, uh, full meal, dessert, twenty seven bucks at like a fancy restaurant because we did the early bird special. You know what that meal cost me like a year ago, like seventy five dollars. It's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Eat early, you feel better the rest of the night. You have a little more room to drink and you can enjoy yourself. Versus if you eat at eight, you get out at ten thirty. What are you gonna do? Go to sleep? That's stupid. It's bad for your body. Thank you. I'll get up right. my soapbox now. Now let's hear what this uh, let's hear what this listener had to say. Nate, we got an, an anonymous voice. This is from an anonymous, uh, according another to another anonymous box. one. Yes. All right. You've got mail. <laughs> Yay! It's forty nine seconds. The, that was the new intro. Intro. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm, wor- I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Wow. I was all like, right. So what happened? Here. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Coming in hot. Hey, Jack from Washington, D.C. Um, I'm calling to bring up the 
an interesting historical figure that I think you guys should really look into. Um, it is a man by the name of Boston Corbett, or as I prefer to uh, call him, the American Rasputin. Uh, Boston, among other things, uh, cut off his ball sack because he was so uh, disturbed that he'd gotten a boner when he saw a couple of prostitutes. Uh, he also uh, killed Abraham Lincoln's killer, John Wilkes Booth. So you're going to want to investigate this guy. You're going to want to see what he's all about. And uh, I hope you can come to the conclusion that he is, much like Rasputin, uh, some sort of a mystical wizard monk. All right. All right. Like, that's the sign-off. <laughs> Dude, All I right. swear to God he was made in a, in a lab. I swear to God Jack was made in a lab. There's, <laughs> I, there's, I couldn't create him if I wanted to. He's something out of a director's brain. I love how like out of left field that was dude I, obviously so like obviously was not familiar question? with the show in the slightest either like it's not a line of shine it's not a business idea it's just hey guys listen here's an interest that's like how my dad would leave a voicemail here's Never an interesting person caller <laughs> yeah dude zero time listener but i heard there was a place where i could put my input in and, and he goes have you heard about this little ditty this guy boston corbett now nate uh, I'm, I'll do a little Wikipedia dive, but uh, first impressions on this voicemail, guys. Uh, I did a little dive on this guy, Boston Corbett. <laughs> um, he was he was a preacher who cut his own testicles off because he was so horny, um, and then he joined the military, <laughs> and he killed John Wil Wilkes Booth after John Wilkes Booth killed Abraham Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that guy's got yeah, no balls, remember? Looks like a guy that has no balls. Yeah, it looks like a guy who is be ashamed of his balls. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. um, one of the top questions is, is he a hero? Uh, he was nothing more than another Union soldier when he until he avenged Lincoln's death. Uh, he was hailed as a hero and viewed as an insubordinate maniac by others. Well, you know... <laughs> There's always two sides. There's good people on both sides. That's <laughs> if, uh, if you're not if you're not making enemies, you're just doing nothing. This guy was like, this guy was the Wario version of Forrest Gump. Just a real piece <laughs> of shit, but end up getting his hand in the cookie jar of so many things. Yeah, a little involved. I don't. Can you imagine being so concerned by a boner that you take your own balls off? Being like, I'm so ashamed that this got me hard. Many times. Listen, many wait, times. Wait, right? Oh, yeah. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. We grew up with the internet. I mean, there's so many times <laughs> they're like, "Wow, I did not realize that the show could make me feel like this." <laughs> did you ever watch the BME Pain Olympics? Oh God, yeah. Parts of them. Yeah, saw a guy get chop off his own balls. Yep. That was terrible. Yep. Anyways, well, uh, yeah. speakpipe.com slash the Tuesday catch up. Uh, speakpipe.com slash the Tuesday catch up. Send us in your voicemails, weird characters to uh, investigate. Um, what did what did he say that we would come to the conclusion that he was a hero? He said he was uh, like an American Rasputin. Now, what did, um, who is Rasputin? Let's go up the chain Rasputin. a little bit. He was like an advisor to like the the Russian the USSR or something like that, but he claimed to have like mystical powers or something like that. Maybe I, I can't there's, remember. There's some wild shit with him though. They like when when he died, I'm pretty sure they like threw him under the ice, and they never actually were able to find his body. But they found like scrape marks under the ice. Like there's some like weird folklore around him. Is there anything weird about this guy? I mean, Boston, did he die a regular death, or did he also get thrown under the ice? 
threw his balls under the ice and there were scrape marks. It's the only thing that's in his casket is just a pair of balls. Yeah, I, yeah. Ki- I killed the man. Um, Anna's Anna sitting next to me, I'm sure, has no fucking clue what's going yeah, on. Yeah, whatever. You know? <laughs> hey, uh, appreciate the voicemail, though. All right, let's wrap this mm. thing up. That was such a weird way to end this episode. Maybe we should talk to voicemails <laughs> further up at the top. Well, whatever. One tribe, y'all. Uh, final thoughts, starting with you, Nate. We are the world. <laughs> we are the people. What's up, shitheads? This is Nate from Nathan Nation. We are the world. We are the one people. Remember, send us a voicemail on SpeakPipe. Subscribe to Patreon and listen to us on YouTube and anywhere else you get your podcasts. See you next Tuesday, shitheads. Matt, final thoughts. Join the Patreon and just lift up your way through the rest of the world. Love it. Harley? Join the Patreon so that we can stop Coney. It's really important that we get those (laughs) donations in. Um, No, but for real, join the Patreon. Lots of funny stuff on there. We tackle the big questions that maybe aren't appropriate or uh, or just take (laughs) up a lot of time per the regular episode. So uh, some fun stuff there. My final thoughts. One tribe, y'all. Yeah, my my final thoughts. We are one people. One people. Uh, Go into your yearbook and try to figure out all the nicknames you used to call people. Create a list. Send them Mm. in. Love to hear what people were calling folks in high school. Um, And if it makes you feel bad, that's good. It means you're growing. Gotta have growth these these days. Uh, I am so excited for the SCOTUS lip dub. I think it really is going to help kind of bring and meld um, some hot tensions together. Um, And the Tuesday catch-up stands with whatever side pays the most on patreon uh <laughs> yeah i'm just kidding we, you know we say all right anyways this has been the tuesday Catch or do you well no i'm <laughs> listen i'm just kidding 299 Be- 2.99 not a lot of money just say it you know is that- we, uh we had uh two people write in on our instagram uh telling me what movies they cry to do you want me to read them off yeah i'd love to hear it real quick yeah uh, one is the notebook shitty movie still makes i cried at that though uh, and then the other one is P.S. I Love You with Gerard Butler. Oh, God. I mean, no. Let's get that. Let's let's be done with that right away. Listen, if you're, yeah. you're going to go movies that make everybody cry, it's Marley and me, and there's no competition. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and cry that one to sleep. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Tuesday Catch-Up. We love you. Um, and, uh, and, and, we're gonna, and you've, all, you've been all caught up. I think that's going to say that. You're all <laughs> caught up. One, two, three. Turn to me as if to say, hurry boy, it's waiting there for you.